0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Marketing Natives. We are going to break down five optometry marketing tips for you. We're going to talk about search engine marketing. We're going to talk about video, social media marketing, and a few other tips you're going to have to hear about. Oh, and if you've never listened to us before, we have a new middle of the show intro tune. It is not the rap air horn. All right. Enjoy.
1: This is The Marketing Natives providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. So the first tip, marketing tip that we have here for optometrists is either, I mean, search engine marketing, search engine optimization, uh, kind of like a combination here, but really what we want you to do is to be shown when people are looking for optometrists in in your area i mean optometry is more of a local business so you have to be thinking about you know people who are searching for you either on social media um or just google Bing, and all these um social platforms um so it's very important to right off the bat um, especially if you're starting out uh, one of the most important things is to you know create something like google my business um Make sure that you're on Apple Maps. Making sure that you know you're showing up where people are actually looking for you.
0: Mm-hmm. But and well, you yeah, ironically because we're recording this after you talked about the SEO course, or yeah, you did it as yeah. local for SEO. Yeah,
1: local market, local yes. SEO. Yeah,
0: we're on um, we're on Apple Maps, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't remember if we actually were or not. Yeah, I
1: mean that it. was one of the first things that we did a long time ago when we first started was yeah getting on the Google my business doing the Apple Maps um, I believe like Yelp um, obviously we had a Facebook page um, but yeah those were some of the very first things that we did and, and the thing about the Apple Maps is that we had an apartment <laughs> like we were officing out of an apartment mm-hmm. um, so we, I think we still did it and pointed to our apartment the apartment but yeah.
0: Dang! and optometry i'm guessing you you cannot be doing your job out of an apartment so unless you're mobile then maybe you could be but either way so you probably will not run into that issue and SEO is huge. So this kind of SEO, search engine optimization, search engine marketing, the reason that it says search engine marketing is because you want to do things to set yourself up, like what Christian's saying, to make sure that you rank organically, but it's probably going to take you a little bit to rank organically, at least three to six months to do decent. So using search engine marketing, like a pay-per-click or Google ads is other terms that people would use. Doing something like that would allow you to be up at the top the very top of using ads um and something new that happened i don't know if it's available if it's available for optometry or not but like local services or local businesses are now use are able to use google guaranteed so you may go looking to see if that's an option but that's the very very top and there's kind of like a background check and stuff that goes on with it but i don't know if it works for optometry or not
1: yeah i'm I'm not super familiar with Google Guarantee. I know how it looks when you search for something. And like you're saying, it's the very top of the search results even mm. before actual ads. Um, and there is some sort of application process. But I don't know like what type of businesses can apply for that. Is it more local, well, trusted the, businesses? Or? The
0: ones that we've worked with specifically have had it of like plumbers, roofers, and pet sitting. Yeah. so there's not really any correlation I mean roofers and plumbers kind of fall into that contractor space but like a, a pet sitter I mean that's not really falls into that area so anyway I would definitely go check that out maybe that's available for you mm-hmm. yeah for sure All right number two what we have here is to have a, conc- a clear a clear and concise message on your website but also making sure that you have a website that converts a really good looking website. And it's funny because we're talking about eyes here, but if you don't have a really good looking website or if you don't have the ability for people to schedule online, you don't have like information about your business, which is funny because as I was doing research for optometrists, there's really not that many good optometrist websites like they're really bad. Um, It's more like, hey, here's some picture with somebody wearing glasses. Um, And. Then there's some stuff with, like, hey, you may have astigmatism or something like that, and there's some issues or whatever. But then it's just like, okay, here's who's the doctors, and then call us. Like, there's no real in-depth information about, like, the way that they practice or what they believe or how they can help you or anything. It's just more like, yeah, we're eye doctors. Call us.
1: Do they even have pictures of the doctors?
0: Uh, Some of them do, but I believe it's from like the 1980s. Like it's one of those ones where it's 100 pixels by 100 pixels. And for those who don't know, it's just a really small image and they made it blow up really big. So it's really pixelated. So if you walked in there, you may not even recognize the doctor because they look different or you can't tell from the picture. Interesting. So that's just that's rule number one. And I put in here in the notes that. I'm going to pick an optometrist who's going to have, which we will talk about a little bit more uh, for this next one, but there's a few factors I'm going to look at before I I hire an optometrist, but one of them is being able to, like, navigate the website. If you frustrate me when I go to your website, I'm probably not going to do business with you because I'm going to go look for somebody who's not going to, like, I don't know, make me upset just trying to find out how to, you know, what you believe or where I can find you or how to book online. Mm I don't know. Yeah, and
1: the, the book online, I think it's a huge thing, too. Um, there's even some local doctors that all they want is just a phone number, and that's it. And it, I mean, it might, might work for you know older demographics, but us millennials and um, Gen Z like they want to do everything online Mm -hmm. and they want the convenience of just tapping a button and being able to schedule something without having to call or back and forth with emails and stuff like that so yeah having some sort of just simple scheduling software even if it was a chat
0: i would feel i would feel like that's okay Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, there's no form submit like one of the websites i looked at i'll have to show you after this i'm not going to call them out on here but they don't even have a spot for you to pick out a form it's more like uh call us (laughs) and that's it. Like, you can't schedule your appointment. You can't even schedule something over the weekend because they're closed on Saturday and Sunday. So, um, you know, schedule this on Monday, and then you'll probably be out another couple weeks. Yeah.
1: And I think another big thing is when it comes to, uh, especially doctor websites or lawyer websites, um, a lot of people tend to go with these huge companies that just use templated, maybe four or five templated designs and they use them for every single person that, you know, uses that service. So do not do that. So if you're an optometrist and you're looking to build a website, do not go with one of those companies that they say, yeah, we'll take care of everything. We'll get you a really good website, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I've seen, I believe it was a lawyer website a long time ago where they use some kind of service like that and they're about... Like, mm-hmm. this is their, they're supposed to be, like, their unique story, you know. Right. I copied that and pasted it on Google, and there was maybe five or six different lawyers. Obviously, they were from, you know, all over the country, but still, like, they had the exact <laughs> same about. That's a
0: good origin their- story right there. <laughs> you know, others can relate.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, if if you can at all costs, do not go with one of these very niche down, specialized website builders that they promise you, oh, we'll take care of pictures and texts and everything for you. Um, More than likely, you're going to end up with a really cookie-cutter website that someone else in Milwaukee has the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So don't do that. Or
0: or better case scenario, um, you could be a dentist here in Allen and then have another dentist that's like five miles away, which we've actually experienced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's even worse. So most of the time we'll tell you to niche down and most of the time we'll say, hey, find somebody who specializes in a specific area. But for when it comes to websites like this, you really got to make sure that you talk to the right people so that you aren't doing that.
1: Number three. Number three. Reputation management. Yes. And I think reputation management kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, the whole Google My Business and Mm -hmm. SEO. Um, But... I think what we're trying to say here with repetition management is to have something in place um, where you know you're actually getting reviews more often. Um, whether that's you know I don't know creating some sort of um, follow up process mm-hmm. um, with all your customers or having even iPads or something in store, you know, and right after you're done with them, um, you can sort of gauge. Um, their their satisfaction you know Uh, that might be a little bit tricky because they would have to sign in with their google accounts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but there's you know software out there that might be able to help you out with with that and make it a lot easier um, for people in store to leave reviews a lot easier um but yeah definitely you need to have some sort of um strategy behind that not just let it be something that oh yeah people will just fill out these reviews and not have to worry about that yeah, most of the time
0: when people are motivated to leave a review, it's not the good kind either. Right, something bad happens. and <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, you stabbed me in the eye, so I'm going to leave you a one side review. And then if it's the only one that you have or it's been up for a long time and you just don't notice it, um, you don't realize how much business is going out of there. For example, most people, like a huge percentage of people are going to, Go and look at reviews before they ever go and call you. Mm -hmm. So what we talked about earlier, SEO, this affects SEO. um, But more than likely, somebody's going to do the research on you, which is why your website's important, which is why your reviews are important, which is why it's important for you to rank. But your reputation online, if they find you, you have to make a good impression. These are your customers telling other people because you don't ever want to be. Christian never wants to go and say, oh, I'm the first person to try out this new restaurant in town because if it's – maybe he would be. But more than likely, if it's horrible, he just wasted his money versus, hey, I'm going to let a few people go and give some actual reviews and people rave about it, and then you go. It's kind of like going to the movies. You always have critics go out and watch the movie and tell you, hey, this is how the movie is, even though I feel like some of the times they're full of crap and they're not really good, but – They tell you how the movie is, and if they're saying, this is a great movie, go see it, then you're like, okay, cool. It's tested. I should probably go watch that. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. Um, And I think another component of, like, reputation management is not just getting the reviews, but um, also being able to monitor, respond Mm -hmm. um, to all these. I mean, obviously there's a bunch of different places where people can leave reviews. So using software, again, is something that will definitely help you out with, with that. Um, you know, with things like Google My Business, Better Business Bureau, Yelp, Facebook, <clears throat> all these places where, and then there's also more specialized, probably um, optometrist or Healthgrades.com, maybe could be one that uh, doctors are in, um, which you also have to monitor. So it's important to either you know have staff in place that can monitor that, or purchase some software that will do that for you and monitor when you get reviews, mm-hmm. so that you're able to respond good and bad reviews. Yes. That's a really important part of the reputation management strategy. All right, that new sound was amazing. What did you guys think of that sound?
0: (laughs) Because we don't know (laughs)
1: yet. There's Uh, gonna be a sound on there, that's why we did that. yeah, Yeah, so before we used to do this air horn thing, we're trying to get rid of that, but so we don't have a physical sound that we, we listen to when we're doing this. So it's going to be a sound in post-edit. So I'm saying this, it's a great sound, but I haven't even listened to the sound. I don't know what it is. Hopefully something cool. Anyway, anyway so we take about um, halfway through our episode to talk about us, our company. Um, we are Bit Branding. We're a creative marketing agency from Allen, Texas. Represent, baby. And um, we mainly focus on two things, website Um, design and social media marketing campaigns for local businesses Um, so if you're an optometrist and you're listening to this um, even though we're in Allen Texas and we help local businesses we help local businesses all over the United States so if you're listening to these things and all these things are making sense for you and it's something that you would want to implement we can help all these five things that we're talking about here are things that we do for our clients currently right now Um, I can't say that we've had an optometrist. Um, We have had dentists and other um, doctors as clients. So if you're an optometrist and you're thinking like, wow, these tapes are awesome, (laughs) and these dudes are really cool, then you can just go to our website, bitbranding.co. We also get a lot of engagement through our Instagram, so you can check us out at BitBranding, um, or you can look at us on Facebook as well. Um, We publish a lot of content, a lot of tutorials, a lot of videos to, to help businesses. So check us out.
0: All right. And that was a very good segue into talking about our videos into number four, which is videos. We have been talking, if you listen to the podcast or followed us at all, and the reason you're listening to the podcast is because you follow us other places, you know that we're huge, uh, in the video space or at least telling other businesses to video, And that's no different for an optometrist. And I was trying to think of some cool th- ideas for an optometrist. To what are some cool ideas for optometrists? <laughs> <and videos? laughs> well, I I think it would be cool for like, well, Q&A. Would, that would be kind of interesting. But just like short one-minute videos of like, hey, if you do this or, you know, uh, or telling stories, crazy stories. I have a crazy story about a, a friend of mine. And I will probably say he's not a friend right now because um, this story makes him sound like an idiot, which he is. So he left in the once a day, like contacts.
1: Mm, dailies. He,
0: yes. Dailies. Yeah. I, I don't have, I, I don't have glasses, so I don't know this, but he left it in for 30 days and didn't take it out. He, um, no, I think that he took them out like each night and like put some, whatever the heck it is to sell you, whatever. I don't know. The saline solution. That thing. Yeah, I think he put that on there, but then he put it right back in. He was sleeping with them on too, and he grew like some kind of sty or something like that on the top of his eye. And they said that if he would have left it on his eye, they don't know at what point, but like if he would have left it in there for a couple more days, he would be completely blind out of that eye. Wow. So I'm sure, and and he's in, and he's obviously dumb, but I'm sure there's other stories like that where people were like, "Yeah, I was." You know, mowing my lawn, I had perfect vision, got hit with a rock, now I need like glasses. Or yeah. now I have this. I had a friend
1: in Puerto Rico. I don't know if something happened with his vision, but he got hit with a paintball. Ooh. In his eye, he wasn't wearing a mask again. Another dumb friend of ours. Oh, <laughs>
0: God. Um,
1: and, yeah, I remember his eye just, just being, like, huge. Like, he had a huge bulge on the, on the side of his eye. It was really weird. I don't remember if it affected his vision or not. I'm sure I, it did somehow. No
0: way it didn't. Yeah.
1: Um, Dang. But, yeah, it was crazy. And I also remember not too long ago there was a news about this lady who just kept putting on. She forgot that she had contacts on. She just keep putting contacts on her eyes, and she had, like, 20 or 30. In the UK or something like that, right? I don't remember where it was, but I remember recently, maybe the last year, and she had them all stuck up above her eye. Like, I don't know. It was just insane.
0: It was like 30-something. I remember you showing me that article because I was Mm -hmm. like, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. How do you... I don't know. So that's one idea. The second idea I think would be really good is like using like a brand and making sure that they like endorse you like Ray-Ban or like Dolce or something like that and you would just put on different glasses and teach people how to find a perfect pair of glasses for your face. So, like, you bring Mm. in different suspects, subjects, you're like, okay, you have more of a rounded face. You should probably do more square glasses. Mm. These are the type of frames that would work well for you. And then they just bring in people and, like, do, like, instead of, like, a makeup tutorial, it's like an eyeglass tutorial. And it's like, oh, you're, like, more fair skin. You should probably not do you know this color of i i don't know because i'm not an optometrist but i think that would be a really interesting way for people to be like look and i think i feel like also glasses have become more popular in the sense of like like the brand is so important for people um and like warby parker is just killing it um and our optometrists i apologize because i don't think you guys can carry those but um the reason i think that they're doing can i carry this do you know that
1: I have no idea.
0: I think it's like a standalone thing. So, sorry. But you could do, you could be doing better than them. But what they do really well is, like, allow you to take them home and try them for free. So this would be a, a way for you to say, okay, I kind of have a face shape like this guy. Like, let me, you know, see that here's my colors. And when I come in or I order them online, I'm already a step ahead of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when it comes to videos, um, and I know for the website, I mean, it might be different for an optometrist, but... Uh, also showing that on the on the website would be good um just having those maybe maybe you create a series that has you know you have maybe multiple people with like square type face right right um but not all square type faces are going to be exactly the same so no. maybe you want to do a series of square type faces um and have like maybe four of them right mm-hmm. one's a woman one's a young child one's an older person like you know uh, now we
0: need to start an business.
1: <laughs> and on the website just showcasing those videos so you can kind of see uh, okay this is how this looks um, but on top of that there's probably also software out there because um, I've seen it on newer like glasses websites where you can virtually just, augmented try, reality yeah, kind of just thing? try them on um, so that will be something cool um, if you can implement I'm not sure if you can implement that on the website or not but that would be really cool um, maybe in the, the next 10 that.
0: years we'll be able to listen to that and it will be possible yeah <laughs> So anyway, regardless of what you do, we gave you a couple of ideas. Think of some for yourself, make sure you do videos. All right, and our last one here is social media marketing. And what we mean by that is actually paid advertising. You should have already been doing videos or pictures or anything that's on your social media currently. And all we're saying is to add a little bit of gas to the fire you have pictures, maybe your video series is going well and it's called like the double op- optical or something like that. And that video series goes out every week and it's getting a ton of views. Well, imagine if you spend a little bit of money, you just get more reach from that. And the re I guess a good place to start for you, like I said, is ones that have already gotten good traction, good, a good amount of likes, comments and shares and video views. And then, you know, if you've just put advertising dollars behind it, um, it will reach more people we're not going to get into strategy but i just think that it's really smart for you to spend money on reaching more people that's the whole goal of social media is to reach people
1: Mm -hmm.
0: nothing good to add
1: nothing good to add man it's just about spending the money in the right platforms and the right content i guess too
0: yeah i was gonna say definitely the right content All right, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Marketing Natives Optometrists. We hope you enjoy this. If you're not an optometrist, this is a really good strategy for anybody. We'd love for you to make a video series. And if you do it about eyeglasses and you're not an optometrist, we still would watch your show. So let us know. Um, But if this is your first time listening, please make sure that you subscribe because if you subscribe, you'll get this nice notification on your phone that says, hey, the marketing day has released another episode, and every Monday you will get that notification so you do not miss an episode. A lot of our podcasts are timely. We have guests that come in through here, and if there's any kind of updates, we also talk about those types of things on here as well. And if you've been listening for a while, now I know you guys, some of you guys have been listening. We see the numbers, there's a decent amount of you listening, and you haven't left a review please go over to iTunes and leave us an honest rating and review to help us make the podcast better. We've, again, changed the format a little bit. We haven't gotten feedback from you guys yet, so either on Instagram or iTunes, leave us a review. Um, Instagram, you have to message us, but iTunes, leave us a review. Let us know about the new format, and also let us know, and we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Bye. Bye.
1: The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.